Hello, friends. Welcome to Hope for Today. I am your host, Hope Dozier, and this is part two of Digital Witchcraft. Thank you for joining me. I had an afterthought, a very important afterthought, that I felt like I needed to hop back on here and make this point very clearly. I heard in my spirit as I ended the last podcast, I I listened to it over again, was going on about my business, and I heard in my spirit that this is something that I needed to clarify. As you listen to the whole 34 minutes of the first part of digital witchcraft, identifying it, and how we should respond, what we should do to it. Some of you were asking the question, if I am saved and covered by the blood, how does witchcraft attack me anyway? Here's the answer. When we sin, we are not covered. That sin uncovers us for that moment. One of the best ways that it has been described to me was through the late deliverance minister, Pat, Dr. Pat Holliday. If you are unfamiliar with Dr. Pat Holliday, you might want to go to YouTube and see if you can find some of her teaching videos. Very informative and fascinating. You'll enjoy it. Sheila Zelensky also interviewed Dr. Pat Holliday a few times. You won't regret listening to it, trust me. But she had gone to Africa. And if you've listened to me long enough, you've heard me mention that the spiritual atmosphere in Africa is different than it is here in our side of the world. It's a little more prominent. It's very, it's more active. Things are more out in the open because they do practice things more openly than we do here in the West. So they have witch doctors as a part of their culture. And one thing that she explained was during a trip there, a witch doctor approached her and said he could tell she was a Christian. And she asked him, how do you know I'm a Christian? He said, when I see a Christian, I see two angels, one on each side. And I can't get near that Christian because of those angels. What does the Bible say? That lines up with scripture. It says that he gives his angels charge over us. The witch doctor went on to tell her, the only way I can get near that Christian is if they sin. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that the wages of sin are death. So sin creates problems in our lives. It is also another way you could say it is a verbal or the action rather is an agreement to be in line with whatever the enemy's plan is against you. Okay, that sin is your agreement with the enemy to have access to you. That witch doctor just explained it in a different way to Dr. Pat Holliday when he said they're uncovered. I can get to them when they sin. So, obedience, the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. When we are obedient to the word, 
We don't have to deal with unnecessary warfare. We don't have to go through the series of repenting and casting things out. So obedience is better than sacrifice. Okay. When you get a warning from the Holy Spirit, he speaks a word to you to tell you that you are in danger, but you keep doing that thing that is putting you in danger. You keep um, involving yourself in a relationship with someone that is dangerous to you, both physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And you continue to do this thing that you are being warned in your spirit not to do. And things are happening that are obvious to you. That this is a bad idea to be involved in. You are now being disobedient. You are now being disobedient to the word, to the Holy, the instruction of the Holy Spirit, and that can leave you uncovered. And so friends, this is how it happens sometimes. And this is how we can be attacked by acts of witchcraft sometimes. Because we did not heed to that warning, we're being disobedient, or some other way we have come into agreement with the enemy through sin, through fear. When we begin to fear, we are also in line with the enemy because the Bible says that God does not give us a spirit of fear. So that that feeling is a spirit and it does not come from God. That spirit gives you that feeling. And so what did Job say? What I have feared has happened to me. So fear is also in line with the enemy and will leave you uncovered as well. These are the open doors. Not operating in deliverance, turning your nose up to deliverance. And when I say deliverance, I mean the act of taking authority against the enemy and casting them out, repenting for the legal right. The legal right is how did they get access to you? How, how can they legally be there? Okay, which ties into what I'm saying about sin, leaving us uncovered, that sin becomes that legal right to them. So repenting for that, then casting the demons out. That is what I mean by when I say deliverance. So the Bible clearly tells us that Jesus operated this way, that he taught the disciples to do these things. They demonstrated it. The apostles also demonstrated this. When we are leaving out portions of the word of God, we are not being obedient. Jesus said, as I mentioned in the first part, that believers do this. This was a command. These signs follow those that believe. In my name, they cast out demons. Further on down in that scripture, he says they lay hands on the sick and they recover. There are things that we are told to do in scripture. And when we are not doing them, we are not being obedient. We don't pick and choose what we want to do and then expect to live a life uh, hindrance free of the enemy. 
I mean, the enemy is going to try to come for us anyway when we are doing what God wants us to do. But we create that additional unnecessary warfare when we aren't heeding to our instructions in the word of God. It's as simple as identifying what happened, repenting for that thing and casting it out. And here's the other sin, pride, because pride keeps people from doing that. They don't want to admit that they might have done anything wrong to cause this to happen. They don't want to admit that there might be something in them that has to be cast out. There's a a stigma attached to that. Who cares about that? Pride is a sin. I mean, to talk about how gross it is, it is the thing that caused Satan to fall in the first place. He wanted to be God. Going back to Job, when God spoke to Job, he said that Leviathan was Job's problem. You can go into the book of Job and read this for yourself. It's around chapter 40 off the top of my head. And he tells him who Leviathan is, that he's the father of the children of pride. Pride comes before destruction and a haughty heart before a fall. Pride is real serious. It's going to keep you from getting the deliverance you need. You're going to be attacked one after the other, after the other, after the other. If you cannot humble yourself and ask God, the Holy Spirit, to show you how you open the door door to this thing. And if this has anything to do with something you came into agreement with, something that you allowed in your life that you should not have allowed in your life. If you can't do that, you will continue to suffer. And it is my prayer that the church at large would become active, fully active in deliverance and begin to be humble in this way. As I mentioned in the first part, no one has a heaven or hell to put you in. So the only one that you need to be obedient to, the only one that you need to worry about an opinion from is Jesus because he's the only one with the keys. And in the book of Revelation, he tells the churches the ones that he has a problem with. And those, my friend, friends are frightening words to me that I would never want to hear him say, but this thing I have against you, like he says to some of the churches in Revelation, you're doing all of these things that are great, but this one thing I have against you, I would never want to hear that. My friends, I encourage you to lay that pride down. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in this thing. He will place the right people before you to help you along the way. Ask him to give you that provision that you need. Maybe this podcast is one of those tools for you to use and learning how to operate in deliverance and in your authority and learning how to get free. I hope that it has been helpful to you in some way. But to answer your question, this is how 
witchcraft can enter in and begin to attack. Now today, when I mentioned that I saw all of these activities on my page, that was an attempt to attack. They were manifesting. They were showing behavior towards something that they didn't like what I was doing. But they weren't in because I had not given them access. Now, this is where I could have gone wrong. The person who reached out to me, had I not been obedient to the check that the Holy Spirit put in my spirit about this person and continued to engage with this person, I would have opened myself wide open wide open for whatever kind of attack that they had planned against me. That's an example of how they can manifest and present themselves. And then you have a decision to make. Are you going to be obedient to what you feel in your spirit, spirit that the Holy Spirit is saying to you that does not line up? Are you going to take action on what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do, to do. Don't respond. Don't open up. Don't give access to yourself. Don't involve this person in your life. Are you going to do that? Or are you going to placate to manipulation, which witchcraft uses all the time and say, well, I feel bad. I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. I want to speak to them. I want to be kind. I want to be friendly. I want to show this is showing the love of, of Christ. All that stuff is going to make you vulnerable and you're being disobedient to the instruction and the warning that the Holy Spirit has given you. And that's going to open you up. So that is another example of how those things can get in and infiltrate your life. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that made sense. Again, if you are on my social media pages and you would like to reach out to me with a question or a prayer request, please feel free to understand that my page again, is covered by the blood of Jesus. So if there's anyone sent with any kind of assignment, the Holy Spirit will reveal that. Okay. Take care, be blessed, be well, and know that you are loved by the Almighty himself. And you could do all things, not through yourself, not through your ability, but when you yield to the Holy Spirit, you can do all things through Christ. Be blessed. Until next time, this is Hope for Today.